3: is something that happens in life, it happens in sports, and I think we have to teach kids how to do that more effectively.
0: This is where sports talk gets real.
3: That word, playing, it's gone from our society in a lot of ways with kids.
0: And now here's your host, Dr. Andrew Jacobs.
3: Hello everybody, I am sports psychologist, Dr. Andrew Jacobs, and welcome to the Sports Psychology Hour from our flagship station, Sports Radio 810 WHB in Kansas City. I'm here every week. We talk about the mental side of sports on this show. I look forward to doing the show with you each week as we talk to you and get into discussions about mindsets and attitudes and focus and the coach-parent relationship, how to deal with wacky teammates, what do you do when you choke under pressure, all types of topics like this we bring up each week. And our show is a conversation where I can get in discussions with you with our callers about all kinds of things related to the mental side of sports. I've been in practice, I'm in my 38th year as a sports psychologist here in the Kansas City area. I work with athletes and teams all around the country. I've had the privilege to work with the Olympic team back in the 80s, professional teams, college teams, and I really enjoy what I do because it's about helping people get better, dealing with issues, dealing with problems, dealing with stress, dealing with anxiety, dealing, dealing with their focus, and I've been on the radio in Kansas City now 28 years. This is my 18th year here at Sports Radio 810 WHB. Our show is now being syndicated around the country in numerous cities, and I look forward to doing this show each week because, you know, we get to talk about your mind and how it affects what you do, and I thought a great topic for this week would be this. Should we play youth sporting events on holidays, on religious holidays, on national holidays? Is that something that we should get into? You know, youth sports has expanded now to that it's, you have, back when I grew up, back in the 60s and 70s, You'd play football in the fall, basketball in the winter, baseball in the spring and summer. You might have another sport you're doing. But basically, you know, you'd shift from one sport to another. In the last 10, 15 years, we've seen youth sports change to the point that now if you want to be good and you want to play by the time you get to middle school or high school, you need to play year-round. You need to be on that team all year and practicing going to tournaments going to extra coaching sessions it's become something that for many people is a problem first of all it costs a heck of a lot of money to go to all these lessons to go to hitting lessons shooting lessons Sprinting lessons, stretching lessons, going to a nutritionist, going to a psychologist, going to a physical therapist. I just saw a new client this week who's a fourteen year old fourteen year old softball player, and her dad said we've probably spent more money on her softball already than probably a couple of years of college education. But it's worth it because it's what she wants to do. So. There is pressure to play year-round. There's pressure to practice and take extra lessons and things like that. But should we play youth events on holidays, religious holidays, national holidays, things like that? It's a question that's been brought up by numerous people. And a lot of people have a dilemma because let's say Memorial Day is coming up here fairly soon. And I know when my sons, who are now in their late 20s, were playing soccer, we would have a Memorial Day tournament. We had a Mother's Day tournament. There's a Mother's Day soccer tournament in Topeka, Kansas, which is about an hour away from from where we are here. And I remember they both played, and one of them's first game was at 6 a.m. So we had to get up at little bit after four-something, get up, get going, and drive up to Topeka to have them on the field ready to play at six on Mother's Day. And what they did that was nice for the moms is all the players got roses to give to their mothers for coming to watch them play. I remember my wife sort of looked at me with a very strange look, gaze, like, really? This is what I get for coming up here. So I want to find out from you, if you are a parent and your son or daughter plays youth sports or middle school or high school sports, do you feel we should have sporting events on holidays, religious holidays, national holidays, or should we take a moratorium on that and have those days be family days? I know that will never happen, but I'd like to get your opinion on what you think about that. And have you ever had a conflict where your son or daughter's on a team and you look at the schedule? It's a holiday weekend. You wanted to get away. You wanted to have some family time, but you see that their team is going to play in a tournament either in or out of town. What do you do if you're a parent in these situations? I'd like to open up our phone lines. I'd like to get some calls in here. Start the show early. We normally get calls as the show moves along. But I'd like to find out from you if you agree with playing these events on these holidays. And what do you do if you're a parent? Do you go or do you say, no, we're not going to do that? I'd like to hear from you if you're a parent. I'd like to hear from you if you're a coach. You coach a youth sports team or even a high school team. Do you schedule events or have events scheduled on holidays? What's your rationale about playing on those days? Do you agree with it? Do you not do it? How do you handle it? Youth sports is a big money-producing business. There are people that make money in every level of, of sports, especially youth sports. When tournaments are put on, there are people making money in those tournaments. People are making money with uniforms and equipment, trophies, rewards, coaching. There's a lot of money in youth sports, and it's grown tremendously in the last 10 to 15 years. And I'm seeing more and more people now in my office who will tell me, Doc, there's a big tournament on this holiday, but we want to go on a family trip. What do we do? So my advice is typically this. If you get the schedule, at the beginning of the season, and you see there's a conflict, whether it's a personal conflict or it's a conflict on one of these types of holidays that you don't want to go to, talk to the coach. And you may have a coach who's going to say, well, then you can't be on the team. I expect you to be there. Or you may have a coach who's going to say, okay, I agree. So I wanted to find out from you, if you're a coach, if you're a parent, how do you handle these situations? Because it is a conflict for a lot of people. It's a conflict a lot of people have told me about over the years because they don't know what to do. They want to please the coach. They want their kids to be able to play, but at the same time, they've got some values. I'm sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs. I'm here every week as we talk about the mental side of sports on this show. Today's topic is this. Should we play youth sporting events, specifically youth sporting events, on holidays, religious holidays, national holidays? And if you're a parent, how do you handle that situation? If you're a coach, what do you do about it? Do you schedule tournaments on those days? Or do you say, you know what, we'll pass? I'm sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs. This is the Sports Psychology Hour. This is
0: the Sports Psychology Hour. Are you an athlete, competitor, or ordinary individual who wants to learn how to relax, build confidence, and think more positively? Then the 20 Minutes to Success series of digital downloads and audio CDs from sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs are perfect for you. 20 Minutes to Success will teach you techniques to help you succeed. Dr. Jacobs covers topics like deep breathing for better focus, confidence building, and positive visualization. The 20 Minutes to Success series includes programs for individual sports like swimming, running, tennis, and baseball. You can also target overall athletic performance or relaxation. For more information and to get 20 minutes to success on digital download or CD, go to winnersunlimited.com and click products. That's winnersunlimited.com and click products. One more time, to get 20 minutes to success, go to winnersunlimited.com and click products. The world of youth sports has grown tremendously in the last few years, and with that growth comes questions. What's the right age to let my child start playing? When should winning and losing become important? And how can the youth sports experience be fun? These questions and many more are addressed head on in sports psychologist, Dr. Andrew Jacobs' book, Just Let Him Play, guiding parents, coaches, and athletes through youth sports. Written with Major League Baseball pitcher, Jeff Montgomery and Hall of Fame swimming coach, Peter Malone, Just Let Him Play tackles the issues that make youth sports increasingly difficult for parents, coaches, officials, and especially kids. Just Let Him Play explains the importance of winning and losing, success and failure, and why it's okay when not every athlete gets a trophy. For more information and to get your copy of Just Let Him Play, go to winnersunlimited.com and click Products. That's winnersunlimited.com and click Products. One more time, for your copy of Just Let Him Play, Go to winnersunlimited.com
2: and click Products.
4: We first opened about
2: 10 years ago. We were, we were small, just a few of us, but it was exciting. I always dreamt of having my own business. It was kind of slow at first, but things started picking up. We had big plans, but in our wildest dreams, we never, never thought we'd have this much work. Yeah, with so many businesses caught off guard by the storm, Reed Waste Management has never been busier.
5: What will become of your business after a disaster? Nearly two-thirds of businesses aren't prepared for an emergency and forty percent of businesses that experience a disaster never recover. Make an emergency plan now before it's too late. For a free online tool that helps you develop an emergency plan to keep your business up and running should disaster strike visit ready.gov forward slash business Brought to you by the Federal Emergency Management Agency, the American Red Cross, and the Ad Council.
6: Most of my family, they never graduated high school or even let alone go to college, so I'm trying to break that barrier. My daughter, Brooklyn, was also a motivation for me to go back to school. Every day after work, went straight to school, studied hard, and and it paid off.
7: At age 26, Kareem finished his high school diploma.
6: I could not have done it alone. I feel like if I didn't have anyone to push me, I wouldn't even bother to do it. I got one milestone down the drain, and now I gotta work on the next. I see the future is really bright for me. I feel like it doesn't matter the age, as long as you go back and get it done. The high school diploma has just added to the confidence, and now I feel unstoppable.
7: No one gets a diploma alone. You have more support than you realize. If you're thinking of finishing your high school diploma, you have help. Find free adult education classes near you at finishyourdiploma.org. That's finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council.
0: This is the Sports Psychology Hour.
3: Hello, everybody. I am sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs. This is the Sports Psychology Hour from our flagship station, Sports Radio 810 WHB in Kansas City. I'm here every week. We talk about your mind, your attitude on this show, and today's topic is this. Should we play youth sporting events on holidays, national holidays, religious holidays? Is it appropriate to do that? Is As a coach, is it appropriate for you to schedule a tournament on a holiday? And if you're a parent... How do you handle that situation if you have your son or daughter playing on a team and you find out over a Memorial Day weekend or July 4th weekend or Thanksgiving weekend your team is playing in a tournament, but you want to have a fam- some family time, what do you do about that? I'd like to hear from you if you're a coach. I want to hear from you if you're a parent. How do you handle these situations? We have our first call of the morning. Let's see what Dennis has to say. Dennis, thanks for calling in. How are you? Oh, great,
2: Dr. Jacobs, Uh, really enjoy your program. Well, thank you. Uh, As a coach, as an athlete, and as a parent in all three of those roles, um, I think you've hit on a really interesting topic. But I'm afraid that it's too complicated, and by that I mean we have the secular world and we have the religious world, have mind, body, and spirit. Well, when do we address the spiritual health of our culture? Uh, I suppose if you're an atheist, you may not believe that there is a spirit. But we talk about the spirit of sports, or he's got the fighting spirit, or she's got the fighting spirit. So I think as a nation, we'd be better off if we said, you know, on our religious holidays, Rashtana, Christmas, uh, the Muslim holidays... If you're an athlete or you're a parent, don't participate in your sport on that spiritual day. That that belongs to your whoever you believe your Creator is or whatever God you worship. That should belong to that person and you and your personal relationship. Uh, that's just my opinion. I, I don't see that happening, at least not in America.
3: Well, I don't see it happening either. I happen to agree with you, but the problem is, as I started off saying... Youth sports is a big business now, yeah. and there's a lot of money out there in it. Yeah, and very. you sit there and take these tournament, you know, these big tournaments that are on holiday weekends, whether it's a religious holiday or a national holiday, they make a lot of money. Somebody's making a lot of money, mm-hmm. and teams want to play. And so what happens is, you, as a parent, you've got a big conflict, okay? That's true. Do they we do fight. this or do we not? So I think that, you know, unfortunately... We're faced with this issue to where you have to make a decision as a parent, are we going to participate or not? And that's why I think, you know, I I advocate for years, I've talked about the importance of a preseason meeting with your team. If you're a coach, you have a preseason meeting with the parents and athletes, talk about the schedule, talk about your philosophy. And in that schedule, if you sit there and find out that you've got a conflict, talk about it with the coach. Tell them you've got a family conflict. I think Dennis, family should come first.
2: Oh, I agree, Doctor Jacobs. Uh, I think we always have to put the family first.
3: Yeah, but a lot of people don't do that. They go, no, 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 no. We got to play the sport.
2: Right. I have to. I have to get home from church quick, or the synagogue, because, or you know, the mosque, because. Uh, hey, my favorite track team, or my favorite uh, NFL team, or my favorite NBA team, or the Olympics is on, and I, I just got to do that. Uh, well, you know, it's real simple when you have that child under your thumb up until they're 18, you can control what they see in the media. It takes a little time and discipline, but you can do that. And in my case of my daughter, uh, she was an excellent swimmer, and she was heavily recruited under the table to go to a school in Blue Springs. Uh, And she swam on a suburban team, and that's where she got noticed. And so I said, this is fine, but my daughter is not swimming on Sunday and she's not going to go to practice twice a day. I said, you know, you can look at all the great athletes through history that played multiple sports, but they didn't do it year-round. Every year we hear about an athlete, an amateur, or a professional, who comes out of a sport they may have played their whole uh, childhood, and they wind up being a collegiate or professional player. You don't have to practice twice a day all year-round to be good. If you're an athlete, you're an
3: athlete. Did well, it's about setting yeah, you as a parent Dennis, you've got to set parameters and guidelines about what you believe and I think that's where the whole thing comes down to the communication you have with the coach. Are well, we going so to right. do certain things or not? And then, you I know, that's your athlete. choice, that's your choice to be on that team or not. But anyway, listen sir, thank you for calling in. I yeah. appreciate it, great comments and thanks for listening to the show. Thank you, Dr. Jacobs. Have a great day. Here's our topic today. Should you play a sport? On a holiday, religious, national, whatever, if you're a parent and your son or daughter is on a youth sports team or maybe a high school team or a club team, doesn't matter, and you find out there's a tournament going on on Easter weekend or 4th of July weekend or Labor Day weekend, Mother's Day weekend, Father's Day weekend, what do you do? You want to spend family time together? Do you go play in that tournament well we got to be on the team we made a commitment we're on the team we got to be there or do we say you know what no that here's where as a parent i'm putting my foot down i'm saying no years ago i had a caller who told me about her daughter who tried out for the high school cheer and dance team made the team and then found out that over the christmas holiday they were going to having mandatory practices well Long in advance of this happening, they had scheduled a family cruise for her parents, the the grandparents of this girl's 50th wedding anniversary. It had been planned for a couple years. The mom found out there were going to be mandatory practices. She went and told the coach. The coach then said, well, your daughter has two choices. Either she comes to the practices or she goes on the cruise. If She goes on the cruise. She's not on the team. The mom said it's Christmas break. It's a family cruise. The coach said, "I don't care. I have rules. You come play on. You, you participate on the team. You're part of the team. You're here." Well, she transferred to another school. As a parent, she made that decision. So, as a parent, what do you do when there's this type of conflict? As a coach, let me ask you this: as a youth sports coach. Whatever level, Maybe it's club, maybe it's rec, whatever. Do you schedule te- games on holidays? And if you do, and you've got parents that don't want to have their kids come, how do you handle that? I'd like to hear if you're a parent, you're a coach. This is a conflict a lot of people have, and it's one that's going to continue because as your kids get more and more involved in activities... Lots of people take the holidays as times to schedule these types of events. It's a big holiday volleyball tournament, basketball tournament, softball tournament, soccer tournament, swim meet. Great time for everybody to get together and compete. Except you want to have family time. How do you deal with that? If you're a coach, do you schedule events on holidays? Or do you try to stay away from that? If you're a parent, what do you do? I'd like to hear from if you're a parent, you're a coach, you're an athlete and you don't want to play on a, on a holiday weekend, what do you do? I'm sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs. This is the Sports Psychology Hour. This is the Sports Psychology Hour.
0: Are you an athlete, competitor, or ordinary individual who wants to learn how to relax, build confidence, and think more positively? Then the 20 Minutes to Success series of digital downloads and audio CDs from sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs are perfect for you. 20 Minutes to Success will teach you techniques to help you succeed. Dr. Jacobs covers topics like deep breathing for better focus, confidence building, and positive visualization. The 20 Minutes to Success series includes programs for individual sports like swimming, running, tennis, and baseball. You can also target overall athletic performance or relaxation. For more information and to get 20 minutes to success on digital download or CD, go to winnersunlimited.com and click products. That's winnersunlimited.com and click products. One more time, to get 20 minutes to success, go to winnersunlimited.com and click products.
7: Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. Um, hello, it's me. The designer jeans in your closet. The back of your closet. What am I doing here? Would you keep caviar in the back of your fridge with the ketchup and old milk? Yeah, I don't think so. So, what happened to us? I mean, have you seen my label? I used to summer in the Hamptons and now I'm stuck behind a pair of sweats. Sure, I never really fit you quite right, and one of my pockets is so small you can't even squeeze your hand into it, but it's all about the look, and I look good. I need to get back out on the scene so I can be seen. You know, going to fancy parties, getting expensive iced coffees, Sunday fun days, okay? So take me to Goodwill, where I can really make a difference.
1: Your donations to Goodwill create new jobs, training programs, and education assistance for people in your community. To find your nearest donation center, go to goodwill.org. Donate stuff. Create jobs. A message from Goodwill and the Ad Council.
3: This is the Sports Psychology Hour. Hello, everybody. I am sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs. This is the Sports Psychology Hour from our flagship station, Sports Radio 810 WHB in Kansas City. I'm here every week and we talk about sports psychology. We talk about the psychological, sociological aspects of sports on this show. It's not your typical sports talk show because we talk about mindsets and beliefs, philosophies, attitudes, how you... As a parent, coach, athlete, affect the other people you you're involved with. How does emotion play a role? And today's topic is this. I thought this would be a good one to bring up today. If you're a parent and your son or daughter is on a team, you see in the schedule that there is a tournament scheduled on a holiday. What do you do? Do you play on that team? Do you quit the team, find another one? Do you tell the coach, we're not playing because that's a holiday. We're going out of town. We have a family event going on. How do you handle that situation as a parent? As a coach, do you schedule events on holidays, religious, national? Doesn't matter. How do you, what do you do about that? As I said earlier, the the youth sports world is expanding rapidly. There are tournaments all the time. Tournaments are scheduled on holidays quite frequently. they are money-making events. People make money in these tournaments. And so lots of people put them on on holidays because it's a time when people are off. So they figure they can travel. So what's the conflict you have as a parent when your son or daughter is on a team and you find out their team has scheduled a tournament on that holiday? What do you do as a parent? Do you play it? Do you say we're not going? Do you blow it off? What's your, what's your belief on that? As a coach... Do you schedule tournaments when you've got holidays? I'd like to hear if you're a coach or a parent. I want to hear if you're an athlete, too. You've got a big family event scheduled. You end up being on a team, and you find out you've got a game that weekend. Your team is playing in a competition that weekend. Do you go? Do you tell the coach you're not playing. I think, as I said earlier, the best way to handle this is in the preseason meeting, you're going to know about these things. And you sit and tell the coach that the coach brings out the schedule. As a parent, then you sit there and say if you want to participate or not. Oftentimes, the coach is going to tell you, well, then you know what? Then you need to find another team. We need a total commitment. So how do you handle that? Because you want to talk about commitment to a team. You want to talk about when you you know you sign up for something you should live out your commitment there. But you've got a personal, or maybe a religious conflict. So what do you do as a parent in that situation? What is the right answer? I don't know that there is a right answer. It has to be a personal answer. It has to be a, something you have to have a belief in. But I'd like to hear from you if you're a coach. You see tournaments you can participate in. Do you go ahead and schedule it? Do you ask the parents if they want to participate in it? How do you handle that? And as I mentioned earlier, if you're a parent and your son or daughter is on a team, coaches are scheduling extra competitions, you've got an issue with that, do you go? Do you say no? How do you handle that? When you sign up to be on the team, you make a commitment to be on that team. Our first call earlier today, Dennis mentioned about, you know, religious holidays, whatever, whatever your religion, do you honor that religion over the sport? Let's face it, there are sporting events every day of the year. Doesn't matter what the day is. July 19th, Christmas Day, Thanksgiving Day, July 4th, Labor Day, Memorial Day, Mother's Day, Passover, Hanukkah, Christmas, Easter, doesn't matter. There's a tournament going on somewhere. So, as a parent, how do you handle that situation if you have a strong belief that you shouldn't play? What do you do? Do you stay on that team? Do you quit the team? Do you tell the coach we're not playing? Do you make an arrangement? You know, if if you're on a soccer team, you need all the kids, all 11 kids out there to play. And the goalie isn't going to be there because it's a family event or it's a religious holiday they don't want to participate in. What do you do? You're an important component of the team. Do you just say sorry? What becomes more important? I'd like to hear from you if you're a coach or a parent. I want to see what you think. Is this something you've had a conflict with before? How do you handle it? What do you do? I think the answer is this. When the season starts, you sit down and go over the schedule. You discuss it with the coach. If you have a personal conflict, and let's face it, people are going to have those, you voice it, you discuss it, and you make a decision. As a family. Mother's Day weekend. There are all kinds of tournaments going on. It's an important time to be with family. Father's Day weekend, same thing. But Mother's Day, let's face it. It's important to be with your mom. If you can. I you know my mother is in California. I'm in Kansas. I will definitely speak to her. I won't be seeing her. But... She'll be in my thoughts. But if you have a, a child and there's a tournament scheduled for that day, but it's important to go be with your family, what do you do? Do you play in the tournament? Do you skip the tournament? And if skipping the tournament means maybe not staying on the team, how do you handle that situation? I'd like to hear from you if you're a coach. I want to hear from you if you're an athlete. I want to hear from you if you're a parent. If, you, if you're a league administrator, do you schedule tournaments on these types of holidays? Do you try to avoid that, or do you find, hey, that's a great opportunity for us to play some good competition. We're going to get better. We need to go play in this tournament. The world of youth sports, as I said, has expanded to the point now that... There are events all the time. And whatever your sport, you can play it year-round. We're seeing a a wealth of injuries now, overuse injuries, with kids who play youth sports. It's becoming more and more prominent. Seeing it across the board. Overuse injuries, 11- and 12-year-olds are having surgery from playing one sport year-round. I think the importance of of balance is so necessary when it comes to playing sports. I mean, listen, I think playing one sport all the time is great, but have some time off, play something else, give your body a chance to heal, adjust. I think as we find in the next five to ten years, we're going to be seeing a whole rash of these injuries becoming more and more prominent with younger and younger kids because we're seeing a lot of kids playing – one sport year round starting at 6 and 7 years of age because the the pressure that parents are feeling to have their kids play on a high school team or maybe play in college is there and so consequently they play that sport all the time if you're a parent i want to hear from get your opinion on this do you play a sport all the time do you take time off from it do you play on holidays what do you do as a coach how do you handle that situation Do you schedule tournaments for your team on holidays, or do you avoid that? I'm sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs. This is the Sports Psychology Hour.
0: This is the Sports Psychology Hour. The world of youth sports has grown tremendously in the last few years, and with that growth comes questions. What's the right age to let my child start playing? When should winning and losing become important? And how can the youth sports experience be fun? These questions and many more are addressed head-on in sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs' book, Just Let Him Play, Guiding Parents, Coaches, and Athletes Through Youth Sports. Written with Major League Baseball pitcher Jeff Montgomery and Hall of Fame swimming coach Peter Malone, Just Let Him Play tackles the issues that make youth sports increasingly difficult for parents, coaches, officials, and especially kids. Just Let Him Play explains the importance of winning and losing, success and failure, and why it's okay when not every athlete gets a trophy. For more information and to get your copy of Just Let Him Play, go to winnersunlimited.com and click Products. That's winnersunlimited.com and click Products one more time. For your copy of Just Let Him Play, go to winnersunlimited.com and click Products.
1: Donate stuff. Create jobs. A message from Goodwill and the Ad Council.
3: This is the Sports Psychology Hour. Hello, everybody. I am sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs. from the leader in sports, our flagship station, Sports Radio 810 WHB in Kansas City. I'm here every week as we talk about psychological side of sports, and today's topic is this, should we play youth sporting events on holidays? As a coach, do you schedule your team to play in tournaments on holidays? As a parent, what do you do when you find out your team has a game or a tournament on a holiday? It could be a religious holiday, it could be a national holiday, whatever. And you've got other plans. You've already planned something for that weekend. How do you handle that? My producer Chris wanted to ju- jump in here. Chris, what were you going to add to
4: this? Um, I, just something to add. So I played um, CYO sports and like elementary, and middle school. Not only that, I, I did you know tournaments and stuff in the summer for you know baseball and other stuff like that. But um, so we used to play on, you know, Sundays, So it's a Catholic organization and, you know, everyone has like, you know, goes to mass or whatever on Sundays if they, you know, do that. But um, I think right when I went to high school or like a few years after I went to high school, they changed that and they stopped playing the games on Sunday to, you know, respect people's, you know religious, you know, beliefs about, you know, going to Mass on on Sunday. So that was one thing that they did after, you know, that's a long time of, you know, playing games on, you know, Sundays for an organization where your religious, you know, your Sabbath is on the Sunday, you know. What do you think made them stop? I'm sure people, like, started to complain about it. I don't really know why. I mean— I know why they did it I just don't know who was the you know driving force will there be a new you know um, head of head of the CY or whatnot I I I don't know necessarily who was you know the leader maybe it was the archbishop I I don't know well I think in the end I, I
3: just find money
4: I think overrules everything
3: because there's somebody you know if you can schedule a tournament on a holiday weekend and make a lot of money, you'll schedule it. I mean, I've known I've known that to happen by many, many people in many, many. It doesn't matter what the sport is, and of course, lots of coaches will jump at any opportunity. Look, a good coach is going to jump at any opportunity they can and get their team involved. But what you're saying is the CYO league decided finally we, we're, we're, we've had enough of this. On on Sundays, we're not playing anymore on Sundays.
4: Yeah, so I mean, I, it depended on who you talked to. Some people were fine with it, but some people were like eh, about it just because. Then they had to start moving games to weeknights, and it was a little harder for people to make some of those games, like on a Thursday night or whatnot. But so most, I think, most people liked it. Some people didn't. So I, I think it had mixed reactions depending on who you talked to. Yeah,
3: I you know it's a it's a personal conflict that. People have to decide on their own. And I think, as I said, I mean, the best way to deal with this is at the beginning of a season, your son or daughter's playing on a team, you sign them up for a team, or they're on the high school team. And you get the schedule, and you find out there's a conflict. The best way to handle it is to sit down and tell tell the coach, look, this particular weekend we have a family event. Uh, We've got something personal that's going on. It's important that we do this. And I, I've known, like I said, there was the, the cheer coach who told the girl, young girl who made the cheer team, well, you either be on the cheer team or over Christmas break or you go on the family cruise. You go on the family cruise, you're off the cheer team. Well, they went on the family cruise and found another team to be on. She switched schools. And I think in the end, I mean, this is just me personally, I think family should always take priority. Over what goes on, but I know there are a lot of people out there who will, you know, what if their their child can plan an event or something like that, they're going to get in, get signed up or get him in it, no matter what's going on, because they think it may help. One of the one of the big issues I find with a lot of people who come in my office is setting parameters, and a lot of people have trouble setting the parameters with what they feel is best or not. And if if the coach says we're going to do this, they'll go do it. A lot of people have problems with that. You know, as I mentioned earlier, you may have strong religious beliefs. You may have strong personal beliefs about something, and it conflicts with the schedule. That's where it all comes back to the communication you've got. We still have time to get a call in here. I'd like to hear, like I said, if you're a a parent and your son or daughter's on a team that's going to play on – a holiday, there's a holiday tournament or holiday competition scheduled. You see it at the beginning of the year. Have you ever gone up to the coach and said, sorry, coach, we're not playing that. That's a personal time for us. It's family time for us. It's something we're, we're, we're not going to do. Have you ever done that? And have you ever coach say, well, then you need to play in another team. I know of many people who've done that and coaches have said, then you need to find another team. This is going to be a conflict forever because there are more and more youth sporting events being scheduled for younger and younger kids and younger and younger ages. I've talked about it on this show forever. We're seeing youth sports teams being organized now for four and five year olds and consequently there are more events going on and as a parent you have to decide where do I set a limit. And I know Years ago, I was on, quite frankly, with Stephen A. Smith. It was a show he started on ESPN. And they had a father and a seven-year-old boy who was a second grader on the show. They had me on because this father said his seven-year-old second-grade son was going to become an NFL quarterback. He had him watching videos of... NFL quarterbacks after school every day claimed he was the fastest second grader in the country and when I went into the preparation room to get ready to go on the show this young man was sitting there with his mouth mouth open just staring at the tv and I looked up at the tv it's spongebob and I said oh cool you like spongebob he goes I've never seen this show before my father doesn't let me watch cartoons I can only watch videos of NFL quarterbacks." He was in second grade. To my knowledge, I've never seen his name on a list playing in the NFL. The pressure to compete, the pressure to be good is there. But the balance with family, I think, is more important. And I think this is just my opinion. You may disagree. If you're a coach, you may disagree. You may say, you know what, family is important, but you made a commitment to the team. You need to be on the team. You need to be, be at practice. You need to be at the games. I get that. But as a parent, I think in the end it's your decision to decide what you're going to do or not. And if there is that conflict with the coach, if there's a conflict with the schedule, you need to discuss it before the season gets going. Or maybe they they schedule a tournament after the season's been going. We're going to play in this too, and it, it, there's a conflict. That's where you have to decide what's more important for us. Do we have that family time, or do we do... The competition. I think we're going to see more and more of these conflicts coming up with the world of sports because there'll be more and more youth sporting events being scheduled because more and more events are being scheduled for younger and younger kids and you're going to have to make a decision as a parent when you sign your child up for a team for a league look at the schedule talk to the coach find out what's going on find out you know what This is a religious holiday for us. We're not going to be playing that day. This is a family time for us. We're not going to be participating. And if you have a coach who doesn't agree with you and you have conflicts with them, then you know what? My suggestion is find another team. Your time with your kids is precious. Your time with your family is important. Playing sports is important, too. But in the priority of life, what's more important? To me, I think it's family. I think it's the time you spend with your parents, with your kids, because that time is limited. So that's where you have to make a decision as a parent, what do we want to do? I'm sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs. I'm here every week, and we talk about different topics on this show. I'd love to hear from you if you have a topic you'd like me to get into, because I come up with all kinds of different things all the time. There are a lot of ways you can get a hold of me. My phone number at my office is 816 561 5556 My website is winnersunlimited.com. You can send me an email at drj at winnersunlimited.com. Love to get your comments and opinion. You can follow me on Twitter at drjsportspsych, at drjsportpsych. Hope you enjoy the show. Love to hear your comments. Love to get your feedback. Have a great week. Take care. Spend time with your family. Give your kids a kiss. Enjoy your day.
0: You've been listening to the Sports Psychology Hour. For more information, go to winnersunlimited.com. Are you an athlete, competitor, or ordinary individual who wants to learn how to relax, build confidence, and think more positively? Then the 20 Minutes to Success series of digital downloads and audio CDs from sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs are perfect for you. 20 Minutes to Success will teach you techniques to help you succeed. Dr. Jacobs covers topics like deep breathing for better focus, confidence building, and positive visualization. The 20 Minutes to Success series includes programs for individual sports like swimming, running, tennis, and baseball. You can also target overall athletic performance or relaxation. For more information and to get 20 minutes to success on digital download or CD, go to winnersunlimited.com and click products. That's winnersunlimited.com and click products. One more time, to get 20 minutes to success, go to winnersunlimited.com and click products.
6: Most of my family, they never graduated high school or even let alone go to college, so I'm trying to break that barrier. My daughter, Brooklyn, was also a motivation for me to go back to school. Every day after work, went straight to school, studied hard, and and it paid off.
7: At age 26, Kareem finished his high school diploma.
6: I could not have done it alone. I feel like if I didn't have anyone to push me, I wouldn't even bother to do it. I got one milestone down the drain, and now I got to work on the next. I see the future is really bright for me. I feel like it doesn't matter the age, as long as you go back and get it done. The high school diploma is just added to the confidence, and now I feel unstoppable.
7: No one gets a diploma alone. You have more support than you realize. If you're thinking of finishing your high school diploma, you have help. Find free adult education classes near you at finishyourdiploma.org. That's finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council.
2: We first opened about 10 years ago. We were we were small, just a few of us, but it was exciting. I always dreamt of having my own business. It was kind of slow at first, but things started picking up. We had big plans, but in our wildest dreams, we never, never thought we'd have this much work. Yeah, with so many businesses caught off guard by the storm, Reed Waste Management has never been busier.